clinical Bop. clinical Bop. clinical population population clinical population population clinical population is that the same one where he's talking about the snake? Yeah, like the one where he's on vacation. He's like, oh, snakes. <laughs> that is one of those times where like I I have to say, oh, snakes. <laughs> and like people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, please go watch Trevor Noah. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody. My name's Gabby. My name is Allison. And I'm John. And welcome to Clinical Population. Introducing music therapists to new bops and new bops to music therapy. Yay. Allison's Yay. back. Hello, everyone. Welcome back, Allison. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> yeah, we were struggling without you because I can't do the tagline. <laughs> Aww. I have it up here in La Cabeza. <laughs> la Cabeza. <laughs> So, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. Busy day at work, so my brain's a little fried. But other than that, mm -hmm. pretty good. Cool. That's good. Uh, John, how are you doing? Pretty good. Uh, took a three-day weekend, so feeling a little three relaxed. Three-day weekend. Rejuvenated. Yeah, my birthday was yesterday, so I took yesterday off to just chill. That sounds like a Aww. good birthday. That was fun. Yeah, it was. <laughs> What did you do? Really nothing. Uh, we went out to eat for Mexican and hung out with my brother and sister-in-law and my little niece. She and I woke up and watched a word party for about an hour before everybody else woke up. Aww. What's, what's a word uh, party? It's a kid's show on Netflix. Oh. We learn new words and we have a party about it. <laughs> she kept turning around like, can you believe this? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> What 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 word was yesterday's episode? Um, we learned about opposites, loud and quiet. Okay. So oh. I know Important. things now. You know how to do opposites. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's awesome. At least with loud and quiet, I got loud that one. Well, that's good for a musician. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else is there? Fast slow. I feel like this is a lot of my song discussions at work. <laughs> what did you what did you hear in the music? Oh, it was it was really fast. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was. <laughs> what else did you hear? And I'm like prompting for like, did you hear a guitar solo? Like what instrument? What was that? Um I don't know. It was loud. <laughs> it was fact. loud, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's great. That's great. Uh, Man. <laughs> um, well, speaking of song discussions, today we have a song for you from Ricky Vasquez, and it's called Maybe. So, enjoy. Came off 
That was Maybe by Ricky Vasquez. What do you guys think? Well, um, coming from someone who loves words, as I've mentioned before on the podcast, um, I don't know. I, I really liked the simplicity of the lyrics and how broad it was because I feel like it applies to so many people and their relationships. And honestly, maybe even more than romantic relationships and just looking at the, um, you know, people who there's so many of us that get caught up in like looking backwards instead of being present. So many of us look forwards, look backwards, but we always forget about just being present. And I know I'm guilty of that hardcore. So, um, it, it definitely, yeah, (laughs) I think we all can, um, raise our hands on that one. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I It really resonated with me because I feel like I've been in this place a lot mm-hmm. in my past. Um, and yeah, you just think about like, what could have happened? What would have happened? And something that John mentioned earlier before we started recording was like, um, just reminding yourself, like, you don't, you don't have to think about the maybes like you should just focus on um, letting it go and being present and moving forward. Um, Mm. Yeah. That line, I can't spend my life on maybe I've just got to move on from Mm -hmm. that. I can't just sit here and process that over and over again, thinking about what could have been. Yeah. Cause you can ruminate all day, but it's not going to change the fact that it's already happened. So yeah. Yeah. So that's what I liked about it. And I liked that too. Um, like Allison said, we were talking about that earlier. Uh, but I also really liked that it was uh, a simple song. Um, there's not a whole lot going on. It's uh, mostly the guitar and um, the lyrics and everything are mm-hmm. real simple and formulaic um, with those maybe statements in the verses. Um, I also liked that the song was kind of repetitive because um, the song kind of has this tone of like, maybe doing the same thing over and over in relationships that are like leading to this point. Um, and so I kind of liked that repetitiveness mimicking, uh, kind of life. I don't know if that's necessarily what Ricky was going for in it, but I kind of felt like there was that vibe of like brokenness in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Did y'all pick up on that at all? I don't know. Like the repetitive, like repeating like things that like, I keep doing these same things to like, sabotage this relationship uh, or like maybe maybe <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean to do that on purpose so, <laughs> um but uh, well yeah because he's like talking about like fears and things and like and um like pressure so obviously it was something that had been happening for a while it wasn't just something that was like she just said peace and he was like oh man you know, it was after like one date or whatever. It was obviously like something that persisted for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it obviously got into his psyche. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. One thing I'm learning with having these different co-hosts on with different backgrounds, um, Mike Xanders always likes to look at the melody underneath 
and the music underneath the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And so he often points out that if some if it's repetitive that there's some sort of fixation there like the subject is fixated on something and if the music or the melody is disjointed there is some sort of conflict or discord going on so when I was playing around with the chords before we started recording it's really repetitive um, until it gets to around the chorus um and the chorus is kind of where that vibe changes too of like I can't spend my life on these maybes I like that yeah I was also just thinking um that like the conducting pattern for like six eight or whatever like is it triple time so what it's called am I making that up sure triple time? I forgot my music terms right in like, the you know triple I mean? meter triple meter there we go okay the triangle starting over <laughs> Down, left, and up. <laughs> well, just the like when you're conducting in like one, where it's just like a loop over and over again, where you're just hitting the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, up, down. That loop. I just feel yeah. it in the music that like one, oh. two, one, two, three, one, two, three. And it like it just that repetitiveness. Yeah. I always feel like in the in that kind of meter, it, it kind of leaves you in suspense. It's like one, two, three, what? Like there's just like a. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting like tossed up in the air and come back down. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's a, yeah, it's funny because it's like the waltz pattern. You could be like waltzing around like the truth. Oh, maybe. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. I didn't think about it that way, but uh, yeah, that triple meter. Hmm. Hmm. One thing I liked was when, or was how it changed, not quarterly, but volume wise, loud and soft, <laughs> like the opposites we were talking about earlier. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so in the bridge, there is a line where he says, maybe I'll walk away and you'll come around someday. And in the middle of that line, the drums come in, the guitar gets a little crunchier, mm-hmm. his voice gets a little more powerful, there's background vocals, and it's just a huge contrast to the beginning of the bridge where mm-hmm. it's just spare instrumentation with just guitar, his voice, and just a little bit of piano. And mm-hmm. it, um, it just... It goes to a real vulnerable, vulnerable place. Yeah. And the song right there when it's just him going like, maybe yeah. I, I was all wrong. Yeah. Maybe yeah. this wasn't right. Yeah. Yeah. And all the instruments come in on, you'll come around someday and maybe we need to grow or I wasn't meant to hold. So musically, it's like a, a, a realization mm-hmm. Yeah, that, you know, maybe this wasn't meant to be. And it's no longer uh, a, f- a fixation on the past, but thinking towards the future. So with the symbols at that part, it's louder, it's, it's prominent, it's more energy. So it's almost like he's going from a place of solitude and, and thinking and ruminating to a place of, I guess, action. I like that. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I, like I think. That that's my, <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Ricky shot us an email and told us a little bit about it. And he said... Um, what does he think this song is about? Yeah, what does he think? He's the one who wrote it. <laughs> um, uh, he says, maybe is about all the what ifs that happen after a relationship ends and you're trying to process through. It's about questioning what could have been done to salvage the relationship. But it's also a song about freedom, letting go of the maybe and moving on. I wrote it during my own process of moving on and it was very freeing for me. Mm. Wow. Which I can see and hear all of that. Me too. Yeah. Um, so what would y'all do with this song? How would y'all use this in a session? So I really like the thought of um, songwriting. Um, I would probably do a lyric substitution with this one just because um, it it does have such a good formula and structure to it that it kind of lends itself to that. But Mm -hmm. um, I think there's certain parts that maybe it could go into more of a um, free form creative kind of thing or even start almost like a journaling um, to music. Mm. kind of intervention and then lend itself into songwriting. So I feel like there's so many different things that could come about it um, with the songwriting process, but definitely um, lyric substitution would fit really well. Um, Just because I feel like, like I mentioned earlier, it's so broad that somebody could come back in and say, well, maybe, (laughs) maybe I didn't feel this way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Um, But I felt this way and that fits better with the song that I want to make. So that's what I would do. Definitely. I would do something very similar um, with the, I like that it's so formulaic that it's easy. Um, and I like what you said, safe um, to, cause I don't know, songwriting can be like intimidating and seem like such a big thing and just be like, okay, we're just going to change some words. It's fine. You know, like yeah, do it this way. Um, but I, I would use it. Uh, I would try to bring it geriatric flair to everything so that's where you were <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah you know we cool too uh, does it have gray hair <laughs> yeah probably or bald um so i'd try to use this in like either maybe a grief support group or um a caregiver support group with someone who's um I work with dementia. And so um, processing through that journey with them on this, I, I help lead a, I co-facilitate a support group in our community. And I hear a lot of what if statements, like, what if I did this, then, you know, maybe this would have been different or, um, you know, if I had done this, then this, or, you know, and, and playing with those um, ideas around the disease process. Um, Cause there's a lot of second guessing yourself on like, well, Maybe if I had not put them in an assisted living or maybe if we had done, you know, the um, trials and the research and that sort of stuff or, you know, different um, what ifs that you carry with you um, as you're going through the the disease process. And so breaking it up and and doing some songwriting um, from 
discussions. Um, I also like the idea of journaling. If mm-hmm. it was like more one-on-one um, with somebody um, and having them journal some of those what ifs as they think about it and, and bringing those back in. Um, but with dementia, it's so different um, with grief because there's anticipatory grieving. Um, as the d- disease progresses, you are still dealing with a lot of loss during the years that yeah. your loved one's still alive. Um, and so a lot of times when the loved one passes away, you've already dealt with a lot of it. And so you're like, I have all these really abnormal feelings. I feel like I should be really sad, but I feel really free. Um, cause now I have all this time in my day that's freed up or like just different, um, uh, things that don't quite feel right. So I think this song would be, or this songwriting exercise would be a good way to kind of process through how do I feel, um, you know, in this and also remembering, you know, like I can't let maybe, um, I can't live my life on maybe. Yeah. I really like that. Oof. Cause like, how do I move forward from this, you know, and go on? Yeah. Wow. I never thought about it deeper. like that. No, I love it. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like, you know, just you bringing that up, I've never really thought about it, but I feel like those are the people that are forgotten, you know, the, not that the caregivers are forgotten, but just the fact that, you know, like you're already coping with the fact that, you know, this thing is going to happen. I mean, and that's in any setting too. anybody who's terminal kind of thing. Um, man. Yeah. I'm never really processed it that way, I guess. Yeah. How important it is to help them pre-process almost helping facilitate that support group is one of my favorite parts of my job. Um, just getting able to help people walk through that difficult part of the journey. Um, cause it is, it's difficult. I don't think I've ever been through anticipatory grief. Me either. I think Mm -hmm. everything's always been a shock. Yeah. Cause I've had some of my, my, People, yeah, I've had some of my people come up to me and be like, I feel like free now because I've been taking care of them all day, every day. And like, now what do I do with my time? I almost feel like I'm on vacation now and I don't feel like I should feel like that right after a funeral or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that does feel really odd. But you've also been dealing with that grief for so long that like you've already kind of dealt with it. You're at the acceptance part. Wow. Wow. I'm like sitting here. I don't. (laughs) 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 I don't have anything to contribute to that. (laughs) Um, So how I would use it in session, I just got a loop pedal about a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yes. Yes. And it's super cool. And John, you were talking about how... um, when conducting in one, it just, it loops, it brings you back. So, uh, it made me think of my loop pedal. So I haven't actually brought it in session yet, but I've been playing a lot with it. And I think it'd be really cool if, um, we recorded someone saying maybe and giving some space and then clicking the pedal and have it just repeat over and over again. So it'll say maybe, maybe, and it'll just repeat over and over again and just riffing off of that. So maybe completing the sentence or the question or the doubt 
or adding on mm-hmm. stuff to it like musically like putting in some vocal percussion or um hooking it up to a guitar um or some other sort of instrument and adding something underneath it so creating this loop musical montage mm. thing to process yeah like that. yeah um another cool thing would yeah. be to have everyone say maybe in a different way in the microphone and just layer them on top of each other so maybe 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 Mm -hmm. things like that and just creating uh, this whole mess of maybes (laughs) um and i just think that'd be fun to do honestly so yeah those are my loop pedal ideas well i have actually started taking this to my intern um as an exercise whenever we're doing a podcast you know we'll get the song ahead of time and i'll just throw it out to her and see you know what what do you come up with i just like to get other people's opinions Uh, Mm um and so i really liked her idea on this song um hey dotty shout out but uh (laughs) dotty 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 the intern dotty like like d-o-t-t i-e yep so my intern dotty um, came up with another idea for the song. Um, and she said using it in like marriage counseling, um, as picking out those maybe eyes that could be doing damage in their relationship and then doing some fill in the blank ones and like reading them back mm. to their partner, kind of owning up to the things, um, uh, that could be at fault in the relationship and kind of using this as a, um, way to work through, um, some relationship issues. So I thought that was a great perspective. Um, Yeah. I love that. Nice. So those are our thoughts on Maybe by Ricky Vasquez. If you guys liked his music, you can check him out on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, pretty much anywhere you can find music. You can also follow him on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, we'll put those links in the show notes. And yeah, uh, we really enjoyed your music. Thank you, Ricky, for letting us um, dive into maybe. Thank you, Ricky. Yeah, thank you. And folks, this is one of our last episodes for season two. We just have a couple more coming up. If you'd still like to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash clinical populations. Different amounts of donations get you different awards like early releases of episodes bloopers even a song written about you things like that um another cool thing that we now have is the bop shop so now you can represent what you're listening to and tell everyone that you're a bop head so you can check that out at clinicalpopulations.threadless.com And we have our normal Clinical Populations logo, and we also have um, a version of it on a black t-shirt, and we also have our party hat on poop logo, which is amazing, and I absolutely love it. So check it out, clinicalpopulations.threadless.com. And last but certainly not least, 
we need your help for season three of clinical populations we are planning on going multicultural so featuring songs in different languages and having a guest music therapist on as a co-host to help us explain a little bit more about what the song means and what it's about and um also um just give us a peek into what their culture is like uh, just because as, as music therapists it's important to know these things and have an understanding of these things because we know that music therapy is not just for people who speak english and even though music itself is a universal language, English is not. So if you are a music therapist that speaks a different language and wants to help us, <clears throat> sorry, and wants to help us find some music in your native tongue or one of your tongues, that would be great. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, slide into those DMs, or you can email us directly at clinicalpopulations at gmail.com. Ooh, that was a mouthful. <laughs> so, um, we're going to sign off and listen to Maybe by Ricky Vasquez. Bye. 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 Maybe I came off a bit too strong Maybe I doubted for far too long Maybe I could have wrote one last song Maybe then this wouldn't have gone on Can't spend
in ten years' time, you'll still be on my mind. Maybe I'm moving on. Maybe I'll find someone. Maybe I'll walk away. And you'll come sleep